A long time ago, in a galaxy far, far away. Hello there, and welcome to a very special, very spooky edition of For Light and Dice. Our first season has ended, and spooky season is upon us. I am not Chris, the person who would normally be speaking right now, but I also might not be Nathan either. Uh, you know, non-binary, trans, this is a weird time to be alive right now. So I'm trying out a new name. It is Robin J. Moss. Hello. I've been liking it, you know, but yeah, it could change back, might change something else, but I'm feeling pretty good about it. Anyways, yes, I am the one in the driver's seat this session, and if you are just joining us for the first time, hello! And, uh, yeah, I'm not normally the one doing this, so please bear with me, I have no idea how this will go. Uh, <laughs> but we are a queer TTRPG actual play show set in the High Republic era of Star Wars, and we just finished our first season using Star Wars 5e to tell stories together in a galaxy far, far away. However, today we will not be doing that. We'll still be telling stories, but not with Star Wars 5e. But more on that in just a minute. If you haven't listened to Season 1, don't worry. There won't be any spoilers for the main campaign this session, I don't think. Guys, please don't spoil things. Uh, but uh, I, with all of that said, I want to introduce you to the other cool people who I get to make this show with. Uh, let's start with uh, Hope. Uh, let's uh, your name, your pronouns, and the character you play in season one. Oh, of, of season one of our podcast. Of okay. this podcast, yes. Yes, <laughs> sorry. Um, hi, I'm Hope. Um, my pronouns are she, her, and I normally play Gaz, who is a Gazo, and her pronouns are also she, her. But I'm not playing Gaz today, and we will find out soon. I soon who I'm playing, right? Yes, yes, yes. We'll save that. Okay. Save that for a, a little bit later. Uh, Colton. Uh, hello, I'm uh, Colton. Uh, I, uh, um, I'm, you know, any all, I'm not particularly picky about pronouns, uh, for me. Um, and then, uh, I play, uh, uh, one N. Amazing. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, that laughter is a spoiler, by the way, but... You don't need to worry about that. You'll be fine if you listen to the first season. Everything's fine. Don't worry about it. I play one N, asterisk. <laughs> I think that happens with the High Republic. All right, Charles. Uh, hi, uh, my name is Charles. My pronouns are he, him. And on the main campaign of For Light and Dice, I play the character of Wynn. Pronouns he, they. And I'm not playing Win today, although I am constantly channeling them. So true. So true. Uh, Jess. Yeah. Hi. Um, I'm Jess. My pronouns are they, them. I play Lysander, who is a human, and his pronouns are he, him. Wonderful. And Chris. Hey everybody, I'm Chris. Uh, typically, I'm the dungeon master slash game master, whatever you want to call it. My pronouns are he, him, and hunty. And yeah, I play everybody else. 
Hunty. <laughs> Hunty. Hunty all right. girl. Uh, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, yes. And once again, I am Robin J. Moss, and my pronouns are they, them, and I uh, normally play Zero in the main campaign, uh, the droid engineer uh, with a mysterious past. Uh, so yes, if you haven't listened, please go listen to season one. All of it is out now. Uh, all right. So now, as I mentioned earlier, we will not be playing Star Wars 5e this session. Instead, we will be playing a modified Star Warsy version of Grant Howitt's wonderful little one-page RPG, The Witch is Dead. Uh, I wrote the modifications myself to fit the game into the Star Wars High Republic world of For Light and Dice. Uh, and I highly encourage anyone to go check out the original game, as well as Grant's other works like Honey Heist, Crash Pandas, uh, and many, many more delightful little one-page RPGs. So, now, without further ado, I give you The Night Sister is Dead. Ooh. Robin changed their lighting to be red. I want everyone to know. <laughs> it's very, very important uh, that they are using the ominous squonk red lighting. <laughs> All right. So, we turn away now from the adventures of the phantasmal squonk and travel through hyperspace far, far away from the light of the Jedi and beyond the reach of the rising storm of the Nile to Dathomir where the dark side of the Force manifests in ways that even the Sith considered to be unnatural. On the surface of this red planet, there are many clans and covens who wield this strange magic. The Blue Coral Divers, the Singing Mountain Clan, and of course, the Night Sisters. The Night Sisters of this time live in disparate covens, not yet unified under the iron fist of Mother Talzin. But though they are fractured, these witches are fiercely loyal to their covens and their planet, rarely leaving its atmosphere. Those who do leave are often cast out or killed upon their return, but there is one who chose to abandon covens altogether and do her own thing. Her name is Ida. A bit of a bad girl who cares very little for the rules. Ida has always been a bit of an outsider. Uh, she was raised in a Knight Brother clan before realizing her true place was with the Knight Sisters. Uh, in her coven, she regularly questioned the rites and rituals and experimented with forbidden magics. Uh, eventually, she decided to leave her coven and the planet as well. She had many adventures and particularly enjoyed discovering the fauna unique to each planet she visited. And it was on these adventures that she found our five player characters, her chosen familiars. So those who meet Ida rarely ever forget her. She is tall, strong, and beautiful. Her seven horns encircle her head like a crown, protruding through the long silver hair that cascades down off her ghostly tattooed face, down the back of her tattered red dress, which is adorned with all sorts of arcane ephemera, claws, bones, potions, charms, and the like. Uh, she lives with the five of you in a cave, away from the various clans of Dathomir, where she is free to experiment with her strange and wild magic away from prying eyes. Or rather, she did. She doesn't anymore, because last night, while the five of you slept, somebody snuck in and dragged Ida out of the cave and fucking murdered her. Now the five of you now stand before the bloody corpse of your witch, and I want everyone to please roll a d10 for me. 
This is going to determine the order in which you describe your characters, as well as the spell that Ida would have taught you to help around the cave, but we're going to wait to reveal that until the moment you want to use it. Uh, all right, so what did everybody roll? I got a four. A four? Okay. <laughs> a ten, Charles. Jeez. Oh, I see. Okay. Off to uh, a great start All right, so here. Charles got a uh, ten. All right. Charles, ten. Colton, three. Three. Yeah. Yeah. Three. Uh, Hope, one. And Jess, two. Okay. All right. So that would be... Uh, the order would be Hope, Jess, oh. uh, Colton, Chris, and then... Uh, oh, well, no. Actually, no. We'd go We'd go high, highest to lowest. Uh, uh, so Charles, Chris... Uh, Colton, Jess, Hope. All right. So, Charles, would you please describe your character and the look on their face as they behold the brutally murdered corpse of Ida outside of the cave? It is uh, lightly raining right now. It rained pretty hard last night, but it is just sort of lightly raining, and you kind of see the last remnants of blood sort of, like, washing away. Uh... And yeah, please describe your character. So I am playing a Tuka cat. Um, I have decided that the Tuka cat's name is Quincy. Quincy! Because <laughs> obviously I was going to make a Dracula reference here. Uh, and Quincy is just the normal uh, purple Tuka cat variety. Uh, and he is standing kind of near Ida's feet sort of poking her with a paw on the ankle. Maybe determining, uh, trying to determine whether or not she is sleeping or dead, or possibly determining if this is food now. It's a little (laughs) hard to tell. (laughs) Excellent. Okay. Uh, yeah. All right. Uh, Colton, would you please describe your character and how they are reacting to this scene? Um, didn't Chris roll higher than me? Oh, wait, yes, 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 Chris did, yes, you're right, yep, sorry. Uh, yeah, uh, I'm playing a puffer pig named Oinky. He is a, a dark red colored uh, puffer pig with black lines across his belly. Uh, upon seeing the corpse, he looks extremely nervous starts shaking a little bit, and then suddenly expands into a a massive ball. And he starts just rolling around going, oh, I don't know what to do. Where am I going to get food? (laughs) Uh, I should should state uh, uh, for the audience, uh, all of our player characters have a telepathic connection uh, between themselves and Ida that uh, Ida did magically, so they can all speak to each other uh, with words. But of course, if you run into other humanoid figures uh you you probably wouldn't be able to uh speak to them um but uh anyways yes wonderful uh oinky the puffer pig uh all right colton Alrighty, so uh barnard the minoc um is uh bright yellow um uh and it's just sort of like you know flapping the, the wings uh over this sort of horrible scene there's not a thought behind Bernard's <laughs> eyes they're just blank and you know just chilling having a good time 
<laughs> All right. Uh, yeah, okay. You're just chilling and having a good time. Thank you, Bernard. All right. Uh, I believe it is then uh, Jess. Okay, so uh, I'm playing uh, a Vulptex, you know, icy little little friend. <laughs> um, <laughs> his name is Puck. Uh, and uh, he is also like kind of checking his surroundings like what the what the heck like obviously she has been killed I must find whoever was her killer immediately I must find clues Wonderful. All right. And last but not least, uh, Hope. Please describe your character. I am Polion. He is a little guy. He's a little gorg with big, with big feelings about this. And he is not okay. He is trembling and he turns to his fellow familiars and go, My brethren, we must find who has killed our mistress. Look at her. She's our once great beautiful mistress is gone. And there are ooh, delicious flies curling on her, though. <laughs> <laughs> Amazing. Uh, okay. Wonderful. Okay. Um, all right. And then, uh, sorry, your character's pronouns. How, how, how should we refer to, to your characters? Uh, Polion is he, him, I assume. Yes. He, he is he him because he is the greatest Gorg ever and he is his mistress his favorite Gorg and you will refer to him as Gorg Master <laughs> alright Gorg Master uh, and then uh, P- uh, Puck what, what is Puck's pronoun Puck is uh, he they he they alright uh, and uh, uh, I believe it was then Charles uh, yeah. he, Quincy. he, him. Quincy, yes. Um, he, he, him, him. although I, the, Quincy has one brain cell, so if you called him anything else, I, I don't think he would notice. Yeah, that's fair. That's fair. Uh, okay, and, uh, uh, Chris. Chris, uh. uh I think Oinky, Oinky is he, him. He, him, uh, and, uh, Colton Bernard. Uh, it, it's... It it's all right. Wonderful. Cool. All right. So, you are all <laughs> beholding this horrible scene. Uh Quincy, could you give me a clever check as you are kind of sniffing around, kind of poking at the body uh to see if you sort of find any sort of clues here. Sure. So, for our listeners who may not be familiar with the which is dead system that I just learned about, <laughs> uh, we have sort of a modified character sheet light, uh, and we only have four traits, clever, fierce, sly, and quick. Each of us have individual modifiers based on the type of creature that we picked. So I will be rolling a d10. You only need a d10 to play this game. Nice. I will be rolling a d10 and adding my cleverness modifier, yep. uh, which, because Quincy is a Tuku cat, is zero. Yep, and we're going to say <laughs> this is... Uh, pretty challenging. Again, it rained last night, uh, so if you're trying to, like, figure out what's going on, so we're gonna say this is, uh, uh, an eight. You need a meter be an eight. Well, I got another ten, so... Wow! Okay. Wow. Yeah, so you, uh, sort of 
you look around and you see like a bunch of like stab wounds on Ida, uh, and so this is clearly a very violent sort of murder. Uh, and you can see the very faintest uh, footprint, sort of like just uh, washing away with the last bit of rain as it finally lets up, uh, sort of heading uh, east. Uh, you can kind of get that get that vibe as you're you're looking. Uh, so Quincy Quincy circles the corpse a few times uh, and remarks, "Very sharp claws on this thing. Yes, very sharp claws. Oh, and just sort of starts wandering off after the footprints, ambling kind of in the direction of where they are going, and then stops." And looks around, and then continues facing the same direction. Uh, you, uh, uh, suddenly hear behind you, uh, the voice of Ida say, uh, hey, where are you going? And all of you see a sort of ghostly apparition in green flame, uh, of of Ida looking alive and well, but translucent, uh, just kind of looking at all of you, be like, uh, what 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 you doing, Mistress? You're here. Uh, well, sort of, only partially. I mean, I'm there, uh, but yeah, also here. Uh, food, food is that way. In in unless um, Quincy points a paw at. The corpse. Unless that's food now. Uh, no, please, please, <laughs> please don't eat my body. Uh, the, okay. Uh, if we're gonna, yeah. So basically, are the flies on your body okay? Oh yeah, go go to town. You can yeah, Blech. go go on. Blech. Wonderful. Blech. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. So I don't really remember how this happened, uh, but. I'm here because you guys are here. I sort of, like, did a cool spell. You know, I'm, like, always, like, experimenting with magic and stuff. And I did this cool spell where I tied my soul to all of you so I can stay on this plane for a little bit. Uh, and I can be fully resurrected, I think, if you go get the person who killed me's eyes. Maybe not. It might not work. I'm really not sure. But I figured, you know, when I was making the spell that if I was murdered and I could have my familiars bring me back to life and the spell requires the eyes, you know, at least at least the person who killed me would be dead and mutilated if if uh, it doesn't work. So you just need to go find whoever killed me's eyes. Aye, aye, mistress. <laughs> oh, that's a joke! <laughs> oh, Bernard! You, oh my gosh! You uh, are Oinky, a Oinky deflates and looks uh, looks at her and just says, "Oh, that sounds really scary. Can I just sit here?" Um. Well, I'd prefer you didn't. Uh, the spell kind of needs to be solved in like five days. Uh, otherwise, I will be dead forever. And not five able. days. What? How, how many? What is? What, what's the day? Oh, you know when the sun is up and then when it's down. One one time, you know, of it being up and then down. Uh, that's a day. Puck kind of is just like. 
I am surrounded by idiots. <laughs> as if to accent this you. point, behind Puck, uh, Quincy, who is clearly not paying attention to this conversation, is chasing flies around, attempting to bat them ineffectually. <laughs> Uh, but he is too slow and stupid to actually catch any of them. So he just kind of keeps face planting into the dirt. Um, <laughs> Every time that Quincy kicks up a fly, Napoleon uh, 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 is just like, bleh, bleh. Puck looking at Ida is just like, I will try my best to bring you back, but you can't blame me. Uh, if we don't accomplish this. Look, yeah, I know. It, it's it's a bit of a stretch. No one's ever, you know, some Night Sisters, y- you know, they do like a little resurrection. They kind of like bring the other witches like half back. But I always thought that was weird and gross. So I tried to come up with a better spell, but I really have no idea if it'll work. So if it doesn't, you know, at least you guys tried your best. But uh, well, we will get on the plane and find the ice. Yeah. What? <laughs> Not ice. Eyes. Eyes. <laughs> well, where do we have a plane? She's, what plane are you on, oh, mistress? Oh, this plane of existence. The sort of, like... You know what? Don't think too hard about it. It's, it's magic okay. stuff. Okay. <laughs> no, I, I'm going to need you to think a little bit. A little bit, please. Please. That hurts. <laughs> I I think this is really dangerous. Uh yeah, yeah. Oh no, it for sure is. Um es- Oh. Especially if if uh the person who I think maybe killed me killed me, then yeah, it's probably very dangerous. Uh I I don't know for <laughs> sure, but I think may I so I I've made a lot of people angry around here, but you know, I don't talk to a lot of them, so I, I can't really think of who would kill me other than my ex. Uh, yeah, he, he he's this very, very big, very, very big knight brother um, uh, named Cav. Uh, yeah, Ca- Cav and Scott. Uh, he, uh, he just has this fierce, he's is this huge... Uh, Hulk of a man and has this look on his face like he would like kill all of your favorite characters uh, but he yeah he's the only guy he was pretty upset when I left the Knight Brothers not because I'm trans or anything but, but just because I left you know uh, so he uh, he was pretty upset I, he's the only guy I could imagine sort of doing this uh, so maybe check the Knight Brother village uh, Quincy is, is has now become bored with the flies and has moved over to start pawing at the footprints again and says, what, like, like, like this big? Like, this, this is big. Everything is big. But also everything <laughs> is food. Is, is Cav food? Everything is not food. Uh, There's Cav? a rock. Eat that food. Well, if Cav killed me and you bring me his eyes, then Cav can be food. Let's go. I'm sold. <laughs> uh, yeah. So I think you know the the Night Brother Village is that way, and she points in the the direction the footprints seem to be going. There's there's a, a sort of like dirt road, uh, just like a couple like 
if you walk for like an hour or so, you'll find the road. Um, but then it's like, it is like a two day journey to the Knight Brother village. Uh, you, I mean, you could, you could cut through the forest and that would get you there in like a day, but that's really dangerous. I don't know that that would be safe for you guys, but oh, I do have the spell. Any danger for you, mistress. Yeah, but the spell does need to be completed in five days. So, you know, two days there, two days back. It's, it's cutting it pretty close. Uh, but uh, that's that's up to you guys. Um, this, uh, you know, I don't know if this will work, but hopefully it does. This is actually taking me a lot of of magical energy to sort of manifest in this way. So I'm going to peace out now. Uh, good luck. And she just dissipates in green mist. Wait, wait, oh, hold, on, hold on, wait. My water bowl is only three-fourths full? Mistress? <laughs> Mistress? No Mistress, reply gonna, as you I'm call out. <laughs> Mistress, I'm going to die. Oh, no. I can fill your water bowl when I make water. I don't no. know. <laughs> I don't think that's water either, but I'll bathe in it. Oh, <laughs> So we're cutting through the forest, yeah. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> oh, no, that she said she said it was scarier to go that way, and I don't want to go go that way. Well, would you rather take more time and not get our mistress back? I don't want to be food. Don't worry, I won't be. I can fly. If but I can't. we stick together, we can probably do this. I think I can do this. Actually, I'm. I don't know about you guys. <laughs> I can do it. I am the best Gorg the mistress has ever had as best Gorg, as Master Gorg. You are You're the, the only, only Gorg. Gorg. <laughs> Which makes me the Master Gorg. I'll follow you. Hm. Okay. It's all right. All right, so you head off toward, towards the road. Uh, all right, yeah, so you, you guys, you, you follow the sort of faint uh, footprint. Eventually, they do go away, but you're sort of headed in that direction. Uh, let's see here. Uh, Hope, could you give me a, uh, we'll call it a sly check to uh, find uh, your... Uh, to find the road uh, without being uh, seen by the other critters, because there is a little bit of sort of bramble before you get to the road. Uh, We're going to say, this isn't too hard, so we're going to say this is a seven that you need to roll. Yes. It was a nine plus two, so an 11. Amazing. Yeah, awesome. you you lead your little crew uh, to the the dirt road, and you can see that it, way uh, heading off in that direction. And this looks like uh, what Mistress calls roads. Uh, but uh, so are you? You guys are you following the road? Or are you going to the the forest? Going through the I, forest. I was under the impression we were going through the forest. The forest. Yeah, I thought. Yeah, the yeah, yeah. yeah. So you 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 get to the road, and then you see past the road. There is the forest that Ida was talking about, so the road like goes around it, 
and you can cut through it. So you're you're at the road now, and so you kind of have like one one minute to collect your thoughts before you uh, you can go. Uh, yeah, follow the road or cut through, go across the road and cut through the forest. Are there any other landmarks like like you know like a mountain? So if we're in the middle of the forest, like we have like a landmark that we can kind of aim towards. Uh, yeah, yeah, actually, there is a, a very large mountain uh, kind of off to the distance in the direction the road is going uh, that you think you could probably see from the trees if you, you look up. Hmm. If we bounce Oinky high enough, he shall be able to see above the trees. What? I, I, I don't bounce? I thought Vinar could fly. Oh. Well, yeah, but I don't like that at all. Is that what flying is? I thought flying could always happen with brooms. Uh, I, I don't think we have time for a full uh, act one ending number followed by an intermission. I think we have to keep moving. Thank you, Wen. Uh, yeah, all right. <laughs> I told you I'm constantly channeling Wen, even when I'm not playing Wen. All right, so you guys cross the street, and you, you get to the forest, and, and you start to, to walk through. Uh, and it is, it is very spooky. It is the beginning of the day, so there's not a lot. Uh, you don't hear a lot of other critters making uh, noises. Um... It's it's pretty quiet and it is brighter out, but it is still a very spooky forest. Lots of brambly trees and sharp thorns mm. and uh, creeping vines. And every once in a while, you sort of catch a little bit of movement in the corner of your eye as something skitters skitters around. Uh, but yeah, you guys are walking through the forest. Uh, what what do you guys do as you make your way make your way through? Can I scout to, like, make sure we're going in the right direction, point us in the, you know, vicinity, make sure we don't get uh, yeah. eaten by some horrible <laughs> Rancor-esque creature? Yeah, why don't uh, you tell me which skill you think uh, Bernard is using here and uh, describe how, how they're attempting to do this. Or it, um, it is temp attempting to do this. Probably... Uh, <laughs> Slide. Okay. Yeah, give me a slide check. Um, and we're going to say that this is kind of challenging, so we're going to say this is an eight to sort of go up and sort of like triangulate. You know, you, you said there's no thought behind those eyes, so you, you, you uh, <laughs> well, this will be a, a little bit of a, of a challenge, so uh, give me an eight. Uh, so I'm not that girl. Uh, <laughs> old, uh, uh, that's a four. Ooh, yeah, you. So you're you're like trying to fly up above the trees to sort of like see if you can oh, see the mountain. Uh, yeah, you like get up and you see this like really. What kind of minoc do you think? Do you think uh, Bernard eats meat or fruit? Oh. Bernard eats electricity and rocks. Oh right, I suppose Minox <laughs> do that. So you're you're flying up, and then you see this like, just this very 
cool, very bright, shiny rock just kind of like on a branch and you just kind of get distracted and go, uh, you see, you see this rock and, uh, that has captured your fascination, uh, for, for the moment. This uh, is why so, we should bounce Winky. <laughs> yeah, the four of you see Bernard fly up and, uh, they haven't come back in, in a, in a bit, in a little oh. bit. Just a few oh, minutes. what if something happened to them? What if they're dead? What if they've been killed? Oh my gosh! Oh my gosh! Um, Oinky's just gonna constantly look around because he's paranoid and scared of everything, and just like watching everything as best as he can. And I figure that's like a, I don't know, like a, a clever role to just look around, make sure nothing attacks us while we're walking. Yeah, give Didn't me. Didn't we a, have food? Give me a clever roll. Uh, uh this will be another eight. Uh, six. Oof. Yeah, you, uh, you, and, and this is, uh, actually pretty dangerous, and I, I'll, I'll mention this, uh, for, for the listeners, uh, when you try to do something dangerous, uh, and you fail, uh, you take a point of danger, and then when you roll equal to or under your danger, you are in serious trouble, uh, and, uh, you can, you can lower your danger by succeeding, on future checks, uh, but so you have a point of danger if you want to keep track of that. So okay. uh, now, if you roll a one, something very bad will happen. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, so you're looking around and you just you can't seem to find like there is uh, just so many different tracks of of various other creatures. It's kind of hard to like keep it all straight, and there's like all these thorns and things. Uh, and then you do hear a sort of like low growl uh, that you you think you have alerted something to your presence, uh, but, <gasps> but it hasn't. Nothing's chasing you right now. But you think you think probably something you have alerted something uh, as you hear a sort of low growl in the background. <laughs> Hey everybody, Chris here. Uh, we hope you've enjoyed this special edition of For Light and Dice. We're in spooky season, so we decided to do something a little bit different, a little bit spooky. Uh, I can promise you future episodes are super hilarious and surprisingly gory, uh, so you've been warned. Uh, once again, the music that you've been hearing in this show is composed by Grushkov. Can't recommend them enough. Uh, also, you can listen, uh, you can check us out on X, Twitter, whatever you want to call, uh, at For Light and Dice. And uh, there's a link tree on our profile where you can have access to our Discord. Uh, our Discord is completely free to the entire community. And definitely uh, we'll love it if you join us and hang out with the community of people that support our show. If you do like our show, we strongly recommend that you please subscribe. Please leave a review. Reviews really help other people find the show. And we would love to have more people enjoy our stories. Uh, we'll be doing this for the next uh, couple weeks, and then we're going to be uh, doing a special behind-the-scenes episode as well, and then we're going to launch right into Season 2. I hope you all are ready for that. Anyway, y'all, thank you so much for listening, and may the Force be with you. Ooh. <laughs> anyway, later, y'all. <laughs>